Paranorm podcast contains content that might not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. This is Paranorm Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to Paranorm, the podcast where we chat all things true crime and paranormal. I'm Emily. I'm Sierra. And this week we are talking ghosts because it's been a minute and I said so. So all right. Yeah. Um also <laughs> this is our round two. Uh yeah, round two, attempt mm-hmm. number two at this episode because <laughs> um I know at this point we'd usually I usually ask Sierra how she is, but I know good and well how she is because <laughs> we just got done recording the whole fucking intro. Yeah. Um literally got one minute into my case this week and um everything just stopped. Like, nothing was, like, the the recorder thingy. What it, I don't know what the fuck it's called. It's it fun. wasn't <laughs> the recorder thingy. <laughs> nice. Technical terms here. <laughs> um, was not even showing up, and she pressed stop, and then everything disappeared. Um, so, we're going to try this again. This is not how it usually goes. So. It's not usually, yeah, no. I feel like this is the first time we've had, like, actual technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. Like, like actual computer related technical difficulties because yeah. usually it's me hitting the microphone and it falls down yeah so uh, yeah i would agree i think this is the first time or like a truck a loud truck drives by mm-hmm. um but anyway other than that how are you how are we <laughs> i feel like i just fucking asked you this because i did um uh, good for sure work we'll go week, with that well, the work week was what it was it was um not as productive as i had hoped but it was productive. We got stuff done, so that was that. And we started summer school for an ungodly amount of people, and we have had several people finish already. So oh, that's something. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we've had a good day. I feel like um, I was really hyper like twenty minutes ago, mm-hmm. um, and now I've kind of gone down off my sugar high. Um, had a, a, a bowl of ice cream with a lot of sprinkles. Mm-hmm. Um, we went kayaking today, which was pretty fun. There's our um, QR loud truck driving by now. Mm-hmm. Oh, nope. That's the white car that we actually oh. despise. Um, this car looks honestly like it's going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like... There it is. It's saying hi to you guys. Um, it looks like if you blow on it, it'll just, like, <laughs> collapse. Um, anyway, we went kayaking today. It was really cool. We went to like this new part of the lake that we haven't been to. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw one flying fish like jump us straight out of the water. Mm-hmm. This was different from the other flying fish because the other flying fish we saw was being carried by a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just just a slight difference there. Um, yeah, but and turtles. Oh, and we saw turtles. Mm-hmm. And then we saw these weird duck things that I'm not sure are ducks. I feel like I should probably Google it. Mm. Also, my Google... Okay, guys. My Google search history. <laughs> I know I'm on some sort of list. I literally... Okay. Literally Googled what are the mortality rates... Mortality rates, excuse me. Um, Like, differences between being stabbed and being, like, shot. Shot. Because, like, I need to know. But apparently, mm-hmm. I am not the only one that needs to know because <laughs> the University of Pennsylvania did a study on it, and um, they're not all that different. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and this all came about when I asked Sierra, um, would you rather be shot or stabbed? And I said shot. I would rather be shot, mm-hmm. um, which so happens Sierra would be as well. 
So there is that. We've had, uh, other than that, we've had a pretty, pretty good week. Um, we have um, been towing the line of uh, danger, I feel like, because <laughs> if something right now, our other roommate, Chloe, um, her car is broken mm-hmm. um, and I can't drive um, and my tags are expired on my car. So I, I can't drive to begin mm-hmm. with. Um, uh, so if, if Sierra is not here <laughs> and something happens, <laughs> we're shit out of luck mm-hmm. man. Um, because my mom is literally 35 minutes away. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much pretty much where we're at right now. Uh, get a lift like 50 minutes later. <laughs> uh, we shall see. Even though I've never actually been in a lift. Mm-hmm. So, or an Uber, or a plane, or a train, or a public bus. So. <laughs> For being the rebellious person, like, well, you haven't really done a lot. <laughs> oh, man. You've restricted your rebellion to a certain a category, certain category. of things. Yes. Yeah, and I I excelled at that um, (laughs) category of things, let me tell you. Everybody's got a skill. (laughs) We keep saying that. That's like the 16th time we have said that this week. And your skill, what were you, oh, is to be able to get in and out of the kayak by yourself. (laughs) Um, Chloe's is this noise that she... (laughs) She does it so well. Like I honestly, I don't, I don't I even know why I find it. I don't even know why I find it so funny, but it brings me so much joy. Um, so you guys know. Okay, so first we were trying to explain um, into the thick of it to Sierra because it's a meme right now, and um, and I don't know anything about memes. Yeah, so we were like, it's from the Backyardigans, which is a children's television show, um, and like with Pablo the pe- the penguin. And I was like, you know, he kind of looks like um, a blue wheezy from Toy Story 2. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of references going here. Um, <laughs> follow follow along if you can. Um, <laughs> so anyway, like, wheezy, when he talks, obviously he wheezes because his squeaker is broken. And that's why he's on the shelf with Andy. Okay? It's, like, really serious stuff. <laughs> Anyway, Chloe can like imitate the noise that he makes like perfectly and it's alarmingly good. <laughs> like and it just sends me every single time into like a fit of laughter. We were playing Monopoly yesterday and she was doing it and I could not handle it. Oh my god, it's just so funny. Um it's just like the stupid little things that get me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so it's it's been a pretty pretty interesting week, and I feel like it's been pretty boring. So, I'm I'm cautiously looking at the laptop to make sure that it doesn't do that thing again because I'm very anxious about it. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, we had a boring week. I'm pretty proud about that. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I feel like every other week it's like, oh fucking hell, something mm-hmm. else is wrong with Emily. Yeah. Um, so it's good. It's fine. It's fine. Mm. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Tell me about some ghosts. This week, we are discussing the Whaley House in San Diego, California. Now, this is the part that we got to a moment ago and everything went to hail. So, are we are we still uh, rolling? It looks like we're still going strong. Okay. So, we'll press on. Um, this is like sending my anxiety up to like a, a new level right now. So, super fun. If I start talking too fast, you need to like. Slow me down because I'm a little anxious right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anxiety's fun, y'all. 
Uh, Go team. Yeah, super. So this is supposedly one of the most haunted places in the United States. So, you know, casual. Uh, the Grand Home is known throughout San Diego as having witnessed more history than any other building in the city. Oh, I thought that was a cute little factoid. Hmm. I like straight on, like straight up copied and pasted that one in here because I thought that was such a cute little fact. Yeah. Um, but more on that in a moment. Kay. First, let's discuss the namesake of the Whaley home, Thomas Whaley. He's of Scots-Irish origin, born on October 5th, 1823 in New York City. He is the seventh child in a family of ten. Mm. No. No. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, Whaley took over his father's successful business relations and then left New York on January 1st, 1849. He traveled to San Francisco during the California Gold Rush, and then he engaged in like business there, obviously, because he's a successful businessman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, He then went to San Diego in September 1851. Two years later, Whaley went back to New York and married Anna Louise Delaney on August 14, 1853. Together, they returned to California, arriving in San Diego on December 7, 1853. So, like, they're, like, getting in this shit. Yeah. Um, Do you think it was, like, an arranged marriage? Um, I do not know. I don't know how they met. Mm. So... It's too, we'll never know. All right. Okay. All right. If you guys let us know. If you guys know, let us know. So, they then, um, like, built a house together. Okay. It is the Whaley's house. You want to know how they found out, um, like, how they, they found this, this prime piece of property? I can't even imagine. Thomas Whaley witnessed an execution on the land and then was like, I want that piece of land to build me a house. So that, yeah, yeah, that's not the logic yeah. I would use. Mm. But mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. A I, I, I feel from you. The 1800s. I feel you. Yeah. Um, probably gonna go with that answer. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh. So Thomas and Anna, not Anna, Anna. Thomas and Anna had six children. Francis Hinton, um, who was born December 28th, 1854. Thomas Whaley Jr., who was born August 18th, 1856, so two years apart. And then Anna Amelia, June 27th, 1858. So this bitch is never not pregnant, basically. Um, George Hay Ringgold, uh, November 5th, 1860. Again, they're, they're literally all of all six kids are like two years I mean, after each they other. They didn't have birth control or anything. They so. did not. I just feel terrible for this poor woman, okay? Um, and then after George was Violet Eloise, did I say her? No. Violet Eloise, October 14th, 1862. And then Corinne Lillian, September 4th, 1864, which is the day before my birthday. Not 1864, but like, I mean, but yeah, but yeah. Um, so Francis was named after a business partner of Thomas's and then Thomas Whaley Jr. Also mm-hmm. after um, his father. However, Thomas Whaley Jr. suffered from scarlet fever at 18 months old and jo- died on January 29, 1858. Oh. Yeah. So they settled back in in San Diego. On January 5th, 
1882, Violet Eloise Whaley and Anna Whaley were both married in Old San Diego. Violet married George T. Bertolacci, and Anna Amelia wed her first cousin, John T. Whaley, which... Okay. Okay. Um, So, two weeks into Violet's marriage, as the couple were traveling back east on their honeymoon, she awoke one morning to find her husband gone. George, as it turned out, was a con artist, and Violet and her family later learned that he had only married her for the substantial dowry he believed he would collect upon the marriage. Due to restrictive morals and societal standards for the time period, Violet was essentially shunned by polite society upon turning upon returning home, not only without her husband, but also unchaperoned, something, you know, proper ladies would never fucking mm-hmm. do. Um, Violet and George divorce was finalized approximately a year later, but Violet never recovered from the public shame and betrayal, and she suffered from depression, uh, and Violet completed suicide by shooting herself in the chest with Thomas's 32 caliber on August 18th, 1855. She was 22 years of age. That's devastating. It's so sad, man. Um, so... The next daughter, Corinne Lillian, was engaged at the time of her sister's death, but her fiancé broke off the engagement due to the scandal it raised. The jeez. Yeah. After these tragic events, Thomas Whaley built a single-story frame home for his family at 933 State Street in downtown San Diego, and the family moved into the new residence, leaving the Whaley home vacant for over two decades. So one of the other kids got married and, um, you know, was actually successful in their mm-hmm. marriage and their life. However, um, only a few years later, like two years after Francis got married, Thomas Whaley died due to ill health. And by this point, fucking Anna is just over it. Mm-hmm. She is not the luckiest one. She married a man who watched an execution and was like, I want to build my house there. Um, she outlived three of her children and her husband, not to mention that while her husband was away, she was held at gunpoint by a group of men so they could steal courtroom records. I know this sounds confusing right now, but the, this you'll understand why they were trying to steal courtroom records from a house. Um, this was like a turning point in her, in her story. Mm-hmm. And most people believe because she was just so heartbroken, she just died of a heart, broken heart uh, mm-hmm. December 12th, 1905, which like makes sense. Like, but, like, there was probably something else wrong with her, but, like, it didn't help that she was sad. Yeah. So. It didn't make her want to fight. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, now to get into the Whaley House itself. The Whaley House is located in Old Town, which is a neighborhood of San Diego. The historic house um, opened as a museum in 1960. It was first managed by the San Diego Historical Shrine Foundation. I'm like, I am not with it right now. Um, the Whaley House has been maintained by the Save Our Heritage Organization since 2000, which is a hell of a long time. And they just actually recently reopened like the tours and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the two-story Greek Revival house was designed by Thomas Whaley, like I said. It was completed in 1857. The, cost, the cost of the house was more than $10,000. Wow. Right? Um, it was made from bricks created in Whaley's own brickyard. So, oh. 
smart man. <laughs> um, the, the house was the first of its kind in San Diego. The new house, when completed, would be the um, most comfortable and convenient in town or within 150 miles. In whose opinion? Um, well, in everyone's opinion, because not <laughs> only was it uh, the first commercial theater, the county courthouse, and the general store, but it was like basically the main fucking gathering place for this town slash okay. 150 miles. So county, <laughs> I'm guessing. Um, the I just I just need to like just need to dive into this like theater for a second because it could hold a hundred and fifty guests. Like, and if you look at this house, like I'm gonna show you a picture in a little bit, but like if you look at this house, it does not look like it can hold a hundred and fifty guests in one fucking bedroom mm. or what used to be a bedroom. Um, although it was mostly like standing room only, and ladies had been advised not to wear their hoop skirts or like petticoats. Um, it was just. That's that's just wild. Large. Yes. Um, so the like a troop of uh theater people? Is that is that is yeah. that how we're gonna go that? Mm-hmm. Uh was called like the Tanner Troop rented out the room and t- seventeen days after opening, uh, Thomas Tanner, who was like the, the main dude of the like operator of the troop, mm-hmm. died. Um and his tr- troop disbanded shortly after. So, super, super great. For a $65 a month, the county of San Diego leased the courtroom in three of the upstairs bedrooms. Um, Another part of the Whaley House history was that the Whaley and Crossway General Store, which was like a wholesale and retail store. Mm -hmm. So, like, this house had people in it. Like, when it was Mm popping. Before it sat empty for 20 years. Um, in the 1860s and 1870s, the house became a focal point of battle between Old Town and, uh, between Old Town residents and residents of Newtown, which is, like, as it was described in, like, very <laughs> layman terms, mm-hmm. is, like, Newtown is, like, the current downtown of San Diego. Okay. Um, Old Town is, like, where it used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why they changed it. Don't ask me questions. That's basically where I'm at right now. Um, the San Diego County government had been renting a portion of the Whaley House for its offices and records. Whaley offered several times to sell the house to the county, but the offer was ignored. So Newtowners, mm-hmm. which is what the residents of Newtown were called, demanded that the county offices and records be moved to Newtown. So Really? <laughs> yeah. I just found this whole thing. This is like me reading the next door oh, like yeah. post. This mm-hmm. is just so fucking petty. <laughs> um, so the issue dominated the local like local elections with Republicans favoring Newtown while Democrats favored Old Town. There were conflicting court orders. At one point, the local sheriff was ordered to seize Whaley House but refused. Uh, a judge ordered the removal of three supervisors from the Board of Supervisors. Another judge tried to appoint three men to the post, um, even though there weren't any open <laughs> posts. <laughs> <Wait, what? laughs> um, after several years of court battles, the California Supreme Court, the California Supreme Court, That's Sierra, um, ordered the reinstatement of the three original supervisors who ordered that the county records be moved to Newtown. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Despite the threats of an armed resistance from the old towners, the records were moved on March 31st, 1871, effectively shifting the focus of the city to Newtown. Is that not just so fucking weird? That is insane. I read that and I was like, what? I just had to include it because it's so random. Like, honestly, it's like going on Nextdoor, like the Nextdoor app and reading this neighborhood drama. And I live for the neighborhood drama. Like, that was like a whole political thing right there. It was. Wow. Yeah. So it was pretty funny. Um, But that's about all of the history that I have. I could go on because, you know, I love my history. But like, I feel like people get bored when I sit here and talk about it for too long. So you ready for the actual ghost? Yes. All right. So uh, first, we're going to talk about James Robinson, who was originally from Australia and a bandit who stole horses. He found gold in 1849, a few miles from Forest Hill. He formulated a plan to hide the discovery from miners and camps, and that ultimately failed. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, because of how many came flocking to town, like mm-hmm. a town that he created. <laughs> so, Whoops. Yeah. Jim, also known as James, uh, stayed in town until a fire broke out in 1850. 52 destroying the town the papers reported three different fires started simultaneously mm. and grew into one huge destructive fire not the, suspicious at mm-hmm. all the townspeople suspected arson while they didn't point fingers at jim's the miner did discover his thieving ways mm. he was forced out of town under the threat of hanging mm-hmm. he ended up in san diego in late 1852 and he had a, um, a, a, a large case of kleptomania, mm-hmm. uh, and it did not stop when he moved. Mm. So he was arrested for stealing a boat. <laughs> he ended up being convicted of grand larceny and sentenced to death by hanging on the grounds of the Whaley house. His hanging wasn't exactly normal because James was a lanky guy. Mm-hmm. He was very tall and slender, so when they pulled the wagon out from underneath them, he swung like a pendulum while slowly choking to death. Now, usually a person's neck breaks when it, like, and they die under their own weight. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim was reportedly hanging for an unusual... Unlu- an un- un- I got it. For an unusually long time before he finally died, which is... Super... Um, due to this torturous death, death, they call him Yankee Jim. Uh, he's, they still believe that he's walking amongst the living. Uh, obviously he, he's not living, but like, that makes sense. I feel like I fucked that one though. No, that was fine. Okay. So visitors have captured pictures of a lanky man with Jim, like matching Jim's description. Miss Whaley was even plagued by his, uh, presence during her time in the house. Thomas Whaley himself reported mysterious footfalls around the house, as he concluded, was Yankee Jim. Mm-hmm. How fucking wild is that? I mean, you did it to yourself. Honestly, you saw this guy get hung, and you were like, <laughs> there's my man. I want a house there. Like, what? I think it was more like, oh, this is a nice open space. <laughs> Where they hang people. Like, he's a businessman. I'll buy it from you. You can have a hanging over here. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. So, remember how I said the baby passed away? Um, Well, the home, some visitors claim, can hear the sound of a baby softly crying, little footfalls around the house, and a giggle 
when nobody else is around. And I think the giggling freaks me out the most. Mm-mm. You know? Hmm. Like, why are you laughing? <laughs> like, tell me so I can laugh too, or oh are you God. laughing at me? Probably. You're good. Okay. So, now the most common spirit is Miss Anna Whaley, because she did live there the longest. And she did, I feel like, have the most traumatic things happen to her. Mm-hmm. So, if anybody's energy is, like, attached to the place, you know, I would think it would be her. Yeah. That makes sense? Yes. Okay. So, she, again, is the most popular. People can smell her potent French perfume and see her in the parlor. Miss Whaley grieved of attracting the spirits in her house a lot. Like, she was worried she was bringing more mm-hmm. in because of her energy. So, perhaps it's fitting that in the afterlife, she provides a comfort presence rather than a malicious one. Mm-hmm. Um, more often than not, she appears to young people in an effort to welcome them. So, not so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, next on the list is Violet, who was hit, like, who will hit you, like, if you feel her presence, it's mostly a massive wave of sadness. Yeah. And, like, you just want to cry, which makes sense, uh, because when I first read her story, I wanted to cry. Um, it follows people around a lot, like, um, especially on the second floor, but once you go back downstairs, it kind of... Which is kind of strange because that's where Miss Whaley is seen. Anna? Mm-hmm. So maybe she's like, Mm-mm, stay in your room. Stay <laughs> on your floor. <laughs> um, so I, I just think that's so strange, you know? Mom's telling you what to do even in the afterlife. <laughs> okay? Sounds about right. Um, so the last ghost with a very specific presence like feeling okay um is none other than thomas whaley himself he is almost always with his wife anna in all black mm-hmm. kind of like their morning and some visitors have even reported miss whaley or mr whaley blowing smoke in their face which is such a dick move have we i feel like we talked about another ghost that did that mm, there was one Guy who always smoked inside the bar. Oh, yeah. Even mm-hmm. though he wasn't supposed to. Yeah, yeah. I just, I feel like that's such a dick move. Like, I don't want cancer because of your ass. Can you not? <laughs> um, you know those stories of, like, people who get, like, stage four lung cancer and they've never smoked a day in their life? Do you think that there's a ghost that follows them that's smoking? Uh, no. Okay. All right. These are the things I think about. Also, my fun factoids that I think about on the regular. Like, biting into your, you could bite into your finger as easy as you can bite into a carrot, but your brain stops you. That's, like, one of my favorite facts. Chloe didn't like that one because I bit into a carrot right after I told her that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. All right. So, that's my super short, super fun case for you guys. Hmm. I haven't been to San Diego. Have you not? Have you Mm-mm. been to California? Yeah. Where'd you go in California? LA? Yeah, I did go to LA. We went to the stars or whatever. It was kind of boring, but... I would I would desecrate, I think, one star. I think maybe just one. Donald Trump. Donald Trump has a star. Jackhammer that bitch. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure he does have a star. Let me, let me double check that bitch. 
I don't think I saw it. Donald Trump's Hollywood Walk of Fame star vandalized again. <laughs> okay, okay, so I am not the only one who would think of vandalizing his the, star. No, I'm sure you're not. I, I kind of appreciate that. Um, okay, guys. Sierra, talk about things. Plug the things. Are you still processing? Are you still processing? What happened to the other seven children? Three of them died. Yeah. Didn't you say there were ten? No. No, that's how many brothers and sisters oh, Thomas had. I was waiting for the other ones. No, 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 no. You only half listened to me, and it makes me makes me sad. Oh, yeah, he was seven of ten. Yes. They had six children, okay? Three okay. of them died. Mm-hmm, um, Francis went on and lived his life. Mm-hmm. Um, Anna married her cousin. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. George did something. Yeah, George was fine. Anyway... Sierra, plug all the things for me. Okay. Um, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Paranorm- at Paranormal Podcast. You can send us messages on there, or you can send us a message um, to our email, paranormalpodcast at gmail.com, or find us on our website, paranormalpodcast.com. All of the Paranormal Podcasts. Basically, just type into Google Paranormal Podcast, and guess what, bitches? We'll pop up. We're there. We're, we're listed. I've checked. Okay. <laughs> multiple times. Um, but most importantly, guys, the best way, the way that you can make me happy is if you could, like, share our podcast or, like, support us by sharing our podcast or become a Patreon at Paranormal Podcast. Like, you go to patreon.com and you type in Paranormal Podcast as we just we just told you. We pop up on Google. <laughs> I know. I've seen it. Um, so yeah, that, that would be super great. I would appreciate it. I think Sierra would. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're in that same kayak right now. Yeah. <laughs> Even say, though we're I not actually in the same kayak ever. No. <laughs> so. It would make me happy guys. And we have really cool stuff on our Patreon. We just, Sierra just edited some really cool stuff for us to go up in there because she's like super smart like that. <laughs> um, and it was like, Oh, what if we do this for Patreon? I was like, fuck yeah man so if you want to know what the hell i'm talking about go to our patreon and check it out um become a patron there's three different levels for you guys to choose from Mm -hmm. and if you guys can't give monetary because do we understand being a broke bitch sierra sure do sure do um again share our podcast tell that random person down in your street post it on the next door hashtag not sponsored (laughs) um Honestly. Or tell people you know. Or tell people you know, if if you know people. I don't know people, but, like, if you guys know people. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I feel like that's everything. Our sources and everything are always going to be on the blog with mm-hmm. pictures. I post them on Instagram as well. And Facebook when I know how to, slash when it lets me. Facebook is so weird lately, mm-hmm. and they will not let me post, like, from Instagram to Facebook. I don't know, man. I don't understand. All right, guys. Goodbye. See you later. There's our ice machine. It's, it's, it's telling you officially goodbye. Adios.